Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Well, hi. Thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast, or maybe this is your first time popping in and listening, and if so, I really hope (laughs) I'm able to blow your mind so you stick around because I really, really value your time. So I am excited about today's topic. We're just going to dive right in because I know that you are very busy and I know that you all like it when I get to the freaking point. So let's get to the freaking point. Today, we're going to talk about where to find more ideal clients, how to prospect them when they're cold, and then how to nix imposter syndrome. And all these things go together because, of course, to grow your business, you need to be growing your audience, right? Like at some point, you are going to work through your warm market and your current leads, your current friends and family and people that are already following you. At some point, you're going to work through them. So if you want to continue to grow past that point or maintain then you are going to have to go out and get more leads. And these leads, they can't just be anybody, right? Like if they're leads, that means that they're actually interested in what you have to sell. So they need to be what I call and what many people call ideal clients or customers or team members, right? Like whatever you're wanting to convert them into, they need to be ideal, which simply means that they, they're they a good fit for you. Not only are they a good fit for whatever it is that you have to offer them, but they are a good fit for you. They're actually going to want to follow along on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever and take in your content and engage with it. They're going to want to follow along in your stories and read your captions and watch your TikToks or your reels or your IGTVs or your lives. If they have no interest in other what I call brand facets, other parts of your brand besides what you sell, then they're never going to engage with you. They're not even going to want to follow you. So you're not even going to have an opportunity to sell to them online. So over time, we need to be finding those ideal clients. And we're going to talk about where to find these these unicorns. And then we need to be warming them up. You can't just get them to follow you and then not do anything. I mean, you can, like you can do pure attraction marketing, which by the way, works and works really, really well. I improved my business as proof of that. I would say, I mean, I, okay. I was about to say most of my income comes from attraction marketing, but that's not true because I do actual launches where I'm like hardcore selling every few months. But a lot of my income, a very large portion of my income outside of launches comes from pure attraction marketing. But it took me a while to get here. Okay, it used to not be like this. I mean, it only 
maybe in the past year did it come to this point where I was making sales purely from people seeing my content and then buying on their own or approaching me. But it can get that way. But you can also be more intentional with your sales and prospect those cold leads, those ideal clients that you go out and you target and you find and you get to follow you. We'll talk about that too. Then we can absolutely prospect them. We can. And I am very anti hey girl cold messages but that doesn't mean that you cannot be strategic with your prospecting. I call it profitable prospecting. We're gonna get into that. And then in order to put yourself out there to get these leads, prospect these leads and keep them warm and engaged by showing up confidently and creating good content and value for them, you are going to have to figure out how to work through imposter syndrome. And by the way, imposter syndrome pops up for all of us at all different levels. And it doesn't need to be this big, bad beast that's really hard to overcome. You just need to know what it is. You need to be able to identify what it looks like to be dealing with this, maybe self-sabotage or Typically, it looks like holding yourself back or not showing up or overthinking, right? Whenever you can identify what it looks like to be dealing with imposter syndrome, you can then take a step back and say, okay, why am I doing these things? What am I scared of? How do I get through that? And oftentimes, it I mean, spoiler alert, it looks like showing up anyway, which you know, I'll, I'm going to talk you through that too. All right. So that is everything that we're going to be talking about in today's episode, where to find these ideal clients, how to prospect them cold, and then how to nix imposter syndrome if and when you that like starts rearing its ugly head for you. So let's start first with your ideal clients. We've already talked about why these are important. We need these ideal clients to be able to scale and continue to grow our businesses. So one of the easiest ways, well, let's just, I'm going to, I'm going to name them all out first and then we'll go into them. So the first thing, before we talk about where to find these ideal clients, we first have to get clear on who your ideal client is. You have to do the work, fill out a profile. It takes five to 10 minutes. So I, today, as I record this, I just wrapped up the profitable profile challenge, which was amazing. And this is the first thing that I had them do because I said, and I told them what I'm about to tell you is whether you are creating a beautiful profile aesthetic or you're creating good content or you're looking for leads, it all starts and ends with your ideal client. When it comes to growing a business online and most business, I mean, anything in business probably starts and ends with your ideal client. Who are they? Where are they? What do they need from you? What is going to keep them engaged? How do you entertain them? How do you how do you answer their struggles and give them value? What's going to make them want to buy from you? What's next for them? You know, so it all starts with that. So you need to get clear on that ideal client. I have an ideal client profile. I just remade it 
to reflect how I actually coach my one-on-one clients on this because you can go find them online and you know I encourage you do a Google search or look on Pinterest or something there are millions of ideal client profiles out there I do mine a little differently because it lines up with the rest of the things that I teach for growing your business via social media so if you want my ideal client profile. I'll link that in the show notes for you and you can grab that. But I encourage you to do that work. And what I was saying about the profitable profile challenge is that was the first thing I had them do. And I was, I'm always a little mind blown and I shouldn't be at this point anymore, but I was mind blown how many people were talking about like how mind blowing it was and how almost therapeutic it was getting clear on their ideal client and what it is that they need and how helpful it was. Like there were so many people that were so excited to do this work and, and, you know, and it was a little challenging for some people, but whenever they got through it, they had so much more clarity. So I encourage you, if you haven't done this, take the time to do this because it is invaluable for your business when growing on social media. So you're going to start there. And then once you get clear on who this ideal client is, you're going to know a lot more about her. You're going to know her age range. You're going to know what she's struggling with, what motivates her. You might even be able to get as specific as to, you know, how does she have kids? Is she married? Is she single? What accounts does she like to follow? What type of content? Um, evokes emotion from her. You can get really, really, really detailed and clear on all of those things. And whenever, whenever you're able to do that, one of the first things that you can do to go find more of these ideal clients that fit this avatar, by the way, I hate the word avatar, but I don't know another word for it, but these people that fit this description is another way, I guess, another word for avatar are hashtags. What hashtags are your ideal client using? So if she's a mom, is she likely to use mom hashtags like two under two or, you know, if her kids are older or younger, maybe she's a single mom. Maybe she's a mom that loves healthy recipes or something, right? So like put yourself in her shoes and think, okay, what hashtags is she likely using? And that, and, and then what you can do at that point is go search those hashtags. So go into Instagram, type in that hashtag. So let's say your ideal client is a mom with young kids. So start brainstorming and do some hashtag research on like, again, two under two, mom of littles. I don't know. Nothing else is coming to mind, but there's like literally millions. Go do some research. And then you're going to start typing them into the search bar on Instagram and you're going to hit hashtags. And, or you're, it's going to show, yeah, you're going to hit hashtags and then it's going to pull up a list, click on one of the hashtags that are specific to what you're looking for. And it's going to pull up a page of all of the people that have used that hashtag. And what you're going to do is you're going to scroll through 
those pictures or those reels or videos. It's cool because now you see reels there. That might be a, a faster way to do this. But you're going to start tapping on these people. And you're going to go to their profile and you're going to basically judge them. <laughs> you're going to give them a once over, look at their stuff and determine, do you think they already buy what it is that you sell? Are they already a customer of what it is that you sell or a competitor? Or maybe if you're looking for people to join your team, does it appear that they're already, they already have a, a business? They already, they're partnered with another company. If not, then it looks like you just found a great ideal client. So I want you to follow her and add her to a list. Okay, just start keeping a list, add her to the list and follow her. We're gonna get to what to do next in a minute. So that's one thing that you can do is search these hashtags. Another thing is location tags. So maybe you can't really figure, you've done some hashtag research, you're having some luck that way, but maybe you have a business that is specific to a location or, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you do or don't have a business that's specific to a location. You, this can just be another way that you narrow your search and find people that are closer to this location, maybe closer to you if you like to do in-person events or you're looking for people that potentially you could like actually hang out with in real life or something, then you can go and search locations on Instagram. And how you do that is the same way that you would look for a hashtag. You're going to type in the location in the search bar. You'll then tap on places and then you're going to tap on, you know, whatever location that you want to search. And whenever you do that, a page is going to pull up again, and you'll see top posts for people that have tagged themselves in that location. And then the most recent, there's a category for most recent, and you're going to do the same thing. You're going to scroll a little bit, find somebody that looks like they might fit the description of your ideal client, tap on their profile and give them a little once over. Do they look like somebody that actually does fit that person? If so, add them to the list. So you can do that for a few people via location tags as well. Another place you can go and find your ideal client are accounts that a lot of them follow. <laughs> so that might be a little confusing the way I just said that. But again, let's say your ideal client is a mom with young kids. There are a lot of Instagram accounts out there that cater to moms with young kids, maybe clothing boutiques or um, like meme accounts or something, right? So what accounts might these be? Go do some research. So accounts where their ideal client is the same ideal client that you have, figure out who they are, go to those accounts, and then you're going to click on or tap on their followers and you're going to do a little scroll and same thing tap on a few people that visually look like they might be your ideal client and then again assess their profile if they fit give them a follow add them to a list another way that you can find these ideal clients this time off of instagram are in facebook groups so this works really well if you are super niche and you have a super defined ideal client. Are there 
other niche Facebook groups where you know a lot of these similar people that fit this description, that fit this demographic, this niche where they all congregate in a specific Facebook group. Go find those Facebook groups, add yourself, and you can do the same thing on Facebook that way. So some of you might be listening and you'd rather do this on Facebook group. That's another way that you can do that. And then taking it back to Instagram, this is the last place that I'm going to give you to find these ideal clients. Taking it back to Instagram, anytime that you do find an ideal client, whether it's through a hashtag, a location tag, um, an account, whatever, let's say you find somebody that perfectly fits your ideal client description, like to the T. When you are on their profile, you're going to see there's a follow button, the message button, and then there's a small little square with a downward arrow. If you tap on that, it's going to give you suggested accounts. It says suggested for you. And Instagram is going to suggest other very similar accounts to the one that you are on. So you're likely to find even more ideal clients that way as well. So anytime, anytime that you find any person that fits the description of your ideal client on Instagram, go ahead and do this. Take a couple of minutes to do this. And you could go do this right now. If you have people that you're already following that already, you know, you already have your list of ideal clients, go to their profiles and look at suggested accounts and then go through there because Instagram does a fantastic job figuring out everything basically about us. (laughs) So that's another way. So those are just some really easy, free ways that you can write this second, go and find 5, 10, 15, 50, 500 ideal clients in a relatively short amount of time. Now, if you are looking for additional ways to grow, so that is what we would call targeting. All right. That's again, it's the easiest. It's very safe to do this on Instagram. The only word of caution that I'll give you for this is don't go and mass follow a bunch of people, right? We don't want Instagram to think you're being super spammy and being shady. So I don't encourage you to do this all day long or for like hours at a time and mass follow and target hundreds of people at a time. Like I would maybe keep it to 50 people at a time tops, take a break, do it again, maybe in a few hours or the next day or whatever, like create a system for yourself. But that is the safest way to go out and find these people for free right now. Now, there are lots of other ways that you can find these ideal clients and get in front of these ideal clients. I'm not going to talk about them on this podcast because it's just a much longer conversation. However, if you are looking for more support in this area and you're wanting to learn more training on how to grow your audience with the right people, these ideal clients, and more importantly, boost your engagement once they're following following you and boost your sales, then you're likely going to be interested in the Game Changer Mastermind, which as of right now is open for enrollment. Enrollment opens officially on February 15th, 2021. So whenever you're listening to this, 
it's probably open. I don't know if spots are still open because there's only a limited number. However, again, it's worth looking into if this is something that you're wanting to go deeper into because the Game Changer Mastermind, it's a three-month mastermind where I give you strategic weekly trainings and challenges all designed to help you grow your account with these ideal clients and customers, boost your engagement, and then of course, more importantly, your sales. And I'm going to link, obviously, all the information in the show notes. Definitely check it out. And I want you to check out the testimonials because we are doing the same round that we just did like the past few months. And the reason why we're doing the same round with the same focus is because the results that my last members got are freaking insane. I have one member from the last round that launched a residual line of income like within the first 40 days that made a $5,500 profit, like out of nowhere. I had others that nailed dream clients and customers and converted them through my profitable prospecting method. A few people grew like over a thousand ideal clients. Several others hit over 500. It was just so good. So you can see all of those. I'll link them in the show notes. I'm not going to say any more, but if you're looking for more hands-on support with all of these things, go check out the mastermind. If there's a spot open, I would love to have you in there. Okay. So once you go and target and find these ideal clients, you have followed them, you've added them to a list. Now, Let's do a little bit of prospecting. Okay, so many of you have probably heard me talk about how, I, I mean, I'm very anti-cold messaging. I feel like cold messaging is trying to rush a relationship way too fast. And at this, like it used to work in the past because people weren't hip to it. They didn't know what was happening, but now we all know what a cold message is and it doesn't feel good. So why would you continue to do that and try and fast track that relationship and burn a potentially really great bridge for you? So just because we're not sending cold messages anymore, hopefully, that doesn't mean that you cannot be intentional with building the right relationships with the right people. So when it comes to Instagram or really any platform, you need to be spending time engaging with people anyway. The more time that you spend on these platforms, the more love that you show to people, just other people's con content and stories and things that other people put out there, that is going to help boost your own engagement. So we have to be doing that anyway. So why not spend time engaging with the right people? So what most people do is they don't really think of this. They might go out and, and engage a few minutes before they post and a few minutes after, and they spend time doing it. I know a lot of people who set like a timer and, and spend 20 minutes a day scrolling and commenting and doing the thing, but they're just engaging with whoever's popping up in their feed, whoever Instagram is showing them, which is likely their own friends, their own family members, their other massive accounts that they follow and take in and you know maybe like other team members or whatever. It may not be and it probably isn't their ideal clients and customers, these cold leads that they should be actively warming up. So what I propose to you is let's work smarter, not harder. If you need to be engaging anyway, go engage and build relationships with the right people. This is what I call profitable prospecting. 
So what you can do is have your list of prospects and go and follow them. You can do 10 at a time, 20 at a time, whatever you want to do, go follow them. Go engage on some of their content thoughtfully. All right. I don't mean I want you going out and throwing a bunch of emojis on their stuff. No, I want you to go. And if they've made a post recently, go and thoughtfully engage with it. If they have not made a post recently, don't go and like stalk their stuff and be weird. <laughs> Just if if it's something recent, go go respond and then go check out their stories. Can we find a reason to send them a DM? If so, if they have stories active, scroll through. Is there something that you can comment thoughtfully on? Maybe they're wearing a really cute t-shirt. Maybe they said something really funny. Maybe they're sharing something that genuinely resonates with you or that you can add to the conversation in a thoughtful way. I don't care how you do it, but what I don't want you to do is send them a message pitching to them. I don't even want you introducing yourself because we've all had that happen too, where we get a new follower and all of a sudden they're sending us a message and they're like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I do blank, blank, blank. What do you do? You know what is happening. You know that you are being prospected and they're about to pitch to you or whatever. I want you to be smarter than that. Okay. We're working under the radar here. We are little ninjas. And I want you just to engage on something. And if it makes sense to be like, hey, I don't even know how I found your profile, but I'm glad I did. Have a great day. That like say that, but I don't want you to like, don't make it weird. Don't make it obvious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep it cool. So you're gonna follow them, go engage on their stuff, and then chill out. If they respond back to you and it makes sense to keep the conversation going, cool. Keep the conversation going. If they respond back to you and they're just being polite, double tap and chill. (laughs) Don't do anything. Play it cool. And then I want you to set a timer and two days later, go back through this list to all these people and go thoughtfully respond on whatever their stories are a couple of days later. Same thing, same thing that I said for the first day. Be thoughtful, be genuine. You are not pitching. Pretend that they have nothing to offer you or or you have nothing to offer them. You just genuinely like following them, okay? Take like all expectations off the table. Give them some like thoughtful engagement. All right. Now you are going to do this over a period of time. You are playing the long game. What you are doing here is you are building a genuine, from their perspective, relationship. And you might be thinking, well, that's messed up because they feel like it's genuine, but really I targeted them. So how it like that's not authentic. But here's what you have to understand. You sell a product or service, right? Or you have a business opportunity, right? I assume since you have signed on to sell thing, the thing, or push the business opportunity, that you genuinely believe in it. If you're doing it, you must genuinely believe in the thing, 
So if you genuinely believe in the thing and you're wanting to grow your business on social media, then you should genuinely want to get the thing in the hands of the right people, no? If the answer is no, there's a problem. Why is that so? Do you not really believe in the thing? If, if the answer is no, then that's something that you need to deal with and that is inauthentic and then I do recommend you not do this and figure that out. But if the answer is, of course, I love what I, what I sell, it's changed my life or I see true results, the business opportunity is amazing, whatever the thing is, then you need to understand that you are doing people a favor by getting in front of them and simply eventually presenting the opportunity. You do not, you are not forcing anybody to talk to you. You are not forcing anybody to look at your content. You are not forcing anybody to buy from you. They're all big boys and girls and they can make that decision. But what you are doing is you are doing them a favor by putting your content in front of them or your profile in front of them. And if they start a conversation with you and you guys do build a relationship, they're going to see more of your business content and organically learn about your business opportunity or whatever it is that you sell. And then they can make their own decision whether they want to hit you up about it. All right, so yeah, you're playing the long game here. You're getting in front of the right people. You are building a relationship. And like I said, over time, they're probably going to follow you back. In in some cases, they're probably going to follow you back And if you guys are DMing back and forth, that's telling Instagram that you two are friends. So Instagram is going to show more of your content to her and more of her content to you. So that's where she starts learning about the business opportunity. This is why you don't necessarily have to pitch because she's going to figure it out what, what it is that you sell if you're doing a good job creating content. And then because you guys have built this relationship, she's going to want to buy from you, hopefully. If she's a good fit, if she's not a good fit, she's never going to ask about it. So there's no point in pitching anyway. Now, in some cases, when you're having a conversation with somebody, it will make sense to pitch to them. But you will know. You will know. So if you're having a conversation with somebody and she starts griping about her job, And she's like, oh my gosh, my hours got cut or the kids, I'm having to homeschool the kids because of COVID and it's just, I feel like I'm going to get furloughed. You know, she's just going on and on and you have a business opportunity that she would kill it at. This is your time to shine. This is your time to be like, hey, no pressure, but have you ever considered blank? Like I do this. I'm happy just to talk to you about what this would look like for you. No worries if not, but like it's an option. And then from there, she's going to say, hey, yeah, tell me more. Or actually, I have thought about it and I'm not interested. Thank you very much. But it was a genuine, it worked. It's like a fluid way of bringing that up. It makes sense. So trust your gut. You will know. Don't overthink it. You will know. And play the long game. And every couple weeks, you're going to refer to this list. And if people aren't responding to you or they're being rude or whatever, and or you just know they're not a good fit, then remove them to, from the list and go add a new cold lead there. That is how I want you to start prospecting these cold leads. 
Don't make the mistake of growing your account, doing the work of growing your account, and then not doing anything at all. Like, yeah, you can create content and I want you to create content and that will do a lot of heavy lifting for you, but we can be even more intentional. And how you do that is exactly what I just told you. And that's what I call profitable prospecting. Cool? This works, y'all. Like, I t- this is one of the first things that I had my mastermind members do. And I had them keep up with this and track it through the duration of the whole mastermind. And the amount of leads that these women converted was incredible and so exciting. And they never would have had they not put themselves out there, gone and found them and just taken the time. And it's just a few minutes a day. If you do five to 10 at a time, it's just a few minutes a day. Okay. Now, if you are dealing with some imposter syndrome around this or around showing up in general, Let's talk through that now. This is a thing, like I said before, this is something that so many people deal with. I have dealt with this. I still find myself dealing with this every once in a while. And it's basically where you go to do something or maybe you hit a new level. Um, you know, something cool happens in your business and all of a sudden you're, or, or, or you're about to do something new and different in your business. And all of a sudden you get this fear of, oh my gosh, like who am I to do this? I'm I'm a nobody or I've, I've done nothing. I don't have the expertise. I'm not as smart as these other people. I don't, I haven't hit the results that these other people have. Okay, that is imposter syndrome where you feel like you shouldn't even be in the, the room, whatever the room is. The fact of the matter is, You should be in the room. If you want to be in the room, you should be in the room, but you got to stay in the room and you can't sabotage yourself while you are there or by leaving, which is another way of sabotaging yourself. So how do we work through this imposter syndrome? This is really important because if you don't deal with this, then you're not going to do these things that actually move the needle in your business, like prospecting, like growing and, and talking about your business and creating content. You're not going to do any of that. Or you're going to hit a certain level in your business and it's going to be new for you. And because it's hot, because you, you've you never gotten to this level of bef- level before, you're going to start sabotaging yourself to bring yourself back down to where you were. And there's a great, great book on this. It's called The Big Leap by, I think, Gay Hendricks. The Big Leap. Yeah. And, uh, and they talk all about this, but how, how can we work through this now? Now, please understand I am not a pro at this. There are a lot of other people who are like imposter syndrome ninjas. One being Cynthia Kempinski. She is like a brain mindset doctor ninja, and she has been on the podcast, I think twice now, and she's actually coming back very soon within the next couple weeks. And we're going to be talking all about imposter syndrome. So there is so much more to come on this, but I just wanted to address this really quickly so that you can begin the process right now. And then you can go deeper into the future podcast episode where we talk about this. All right. So the first thing I want you to do 
is if you feel like you're dealing with imposter syndrome, I want you to get to the heart of why you are feeling insecure about whatever it is that you're feeling insecure about. Maybe it's showing up in a certain way or talking about your product or service or business opportunity. You feel insecure about it. You don't feel worthy or capable. Why? If you're like most people, myself included, it's probably going to boil down to two things. One, it's because you're newer in this space, right? You you haven't done this much before. You haven't, maybe you're newer in this business or you're newer to showing up online. So you just don't feel practiced enough. You don't feel like you speak eloquently enough. Like that was my big thing. You just, you feel you're a newbie and you don't feel like you belong or you've proven yourself enough. So that's probably one reason. Or maybe it's because you, another another part of that could be like you haven't achieved the results that other people are achieving. Maybe people at the same level are achieving more or there's just a lot more what you would consider more successful people doing more, achieving more in the space that you are. And you're like, okay, why even bother? Okay, that's super, super common too. And maybe it's because you're just just worried about what people will think of you. It's one of those insecurities, like, gosh, like you're worried people are going to think like, who does she think she is? Or she's being annoying or she's trying to be an influencer or she's in direct sales, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like that's, that's another, I feel like another version of imposter syndrome or a reason why you might be feeling that is, are those underlying insecurities. You're a newbie, you don't have the experience and or you're worried about what people will think. So here's how we're going to work through this. So I want you to get clear on that first. And then I want you to ask yourself a very simple question. How do you become more practiced or more experienced at something? At a business, at social media, at insert whatever the thing is here. How do you gain more experience? Do you do it by not showing up? (laughs) Do you do it by quitting? Do you do it by, I don't know, not showing up? No, you don't. You do it by showing up. You do it by doing the thing anyway, whether it's uncomfortable or not, or by investing in yourself, practicing getting help, asking for help, but still at the end of the day, showing up. You get through the newbie experience and version of imposter syndrome by going through. There's no skipping, right? You can't like disappear and then come back and all of a sudden like feel like you have more experience. No, you got to, you got to practice the thing. And then same thing with if you're worried about your achievements, How do you get the achievement? You certainly don't do it by not showing up or not doing the thing. You do it by putting yourself out there anyway and flopping and failing and maybe making a fool of yourself and putting out some cringy content and sending some cold messages that that you look back on. You're like, why did I do that? Everybody's done a version of that at some point, okay? But you learn from it 
And then more importantly, you grow through it. You, you keep going. You keep showing up. So that's what you just, you just have to take a step back, ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And how do I get through it? And the answer is always, well, you just do it. You just, you get through it. And, and before you know it, with the practice comes more experience, comes more achievements. And then it's a new level of imposter syndrome, right? There's always levels. So it's it's going to be a thing. And the faster that you're able to identify it and work through it, the faster that you'll get through it. And it won't be that big of an issue for you. And then if you're worried about what people are thinking about you, and you know that's an insecurity for you, then I want you to ask yourself this question. Are you really going to let those voices and those fears hold you back? Like, like, I want you to picture the actual people that you are worried about saying or thinking things about you, right? Maybe it's like old friends, old quote friends, or old acquaintances, or people that you work with, or family members. I want you to picture them saying those things about you. And then ask yourself, one, how bad does that really hurt? And is it enough? to hold myself back. Chances are it's not. You're going to realize, well, even if they do say that, I can't stop them. They're going to say it anyway, or they're going to say something about me anyway, whether it's she, who does she think she is, or why isn't she doing anything with her life? So it might as well be the former, right? You might as well think or have people think that you think you're awesome versus you think you're a pile of crap, right? So it's not going to hurt you. So what is it like? What's the big deal? And more importantly, are you going to let them hold you back or are you going to prove them wrong? Or right. Is, Is it such a bad thing to be an influencer and make money on social media? No. Why is that a bad thing? Is it such a bad thing to be in direct sales? Absolutely not. People are so silly. So prove them right, prove them wrong, but just prove something that's going to benefit you versus turning around a year from now and realizing that you let the thoughts and opinions of people that probably don't mean much to you keep you from going out there and achieving the things that you genuinely want to achieve or creating the life that you want to create for yourself. Picture that. Picture looking back a year from now or two years from now or five and realizing that you are in the exact same place that you are right now, or even worse, all because you are worried that somebody is going to think you are annoying or whatever. That is silly. And it's valid. It's a valid concern that a lot of people deal with, myself included. But you got to look it head on, realize that it's not going to freaking kill you and do it anyway. And before you know it, those people will be hitting you up for your services or your business or whatever. I am proof of this. Okay, imposter syndrome, it's a thing. We all deal with it, but it's not a big thing. You just have to know what it is, ask yourself the questions, and then move on with your life. Okay, I hope this was helpful for you. If so, let me know, tag me in your stories, shoot me a message. 
leave me a review. I would love to know how this has helped you. If it has, don't forget the Game Changer Mastermind is open for enrollment right now if there are spots left. So there are limited spots and I did launch it to my profitable profile challenge first over the weekend. So I don't know if there are any spots left, but if so, we will link it in the show notes. Check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. If it feels aligned for you, jump in because it is, it's so good. It is all of this on steroids. Okay. I love you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.